Okay, Wendy. The recording is in process. Today yep. is November 16th, and we are barreling our way towards the end of the year. Wendy, what's up? Nothing. I mean, Trey, this is all getting crazy. I mean, it... it I've never, I don't, I can't remember a year when we had this many good one loss teams, no loss teams. Nothing's fallen in favor really for anybody other than Oregon, Washington, and Texas. Like it's just a weird end of the year. You know what I mean? Like a lot of stuff still got to happen. I'll tell you that. A lot of stuff still has to happen, Wendy. If you have not watched this show, uh, show, podcast, I'm Trey. And this is Wendy. Wendy is my older sister. So we get on here and talk about SEC football and some random things that come up in our head. We enjoy doing this. So let's get into it, Wendy. Let me, let me go down a couple of things right now. It is, you know, the clock changed last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, it's awful. This is a PSA. When you get in your car, please make sure your headlights are on. Yep. Your headlights need to be on. I think it's catching a lot of people off guard. I know a lot of people's cars turn their headlights on automatically. Yep. But when I drive home, I mean, it's literally every day I'm driving down the road, and it is somebody driving down the road without their headlights. I know. So, I and on Central Time, for, isn't it like 4.30, 4.45 when it starts getting dark there? Yeah, on Central yeah. Time, it's 4.40, yeah, 4.45, 5 o'clock, it's, it's pretty much dark. And it's hard to drive in that twilight time anyway. Right. But, man, cut your headlights on, Wendy. We're rocking and rolling, and we got to get into some football, yes. Wendy. Last week, we're going to start off with the biggest game, the biggest game. But wait, game. Well, no, 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 no. What, what you're going to start off with is that I called Jimbo Fisher not to make it through the year at the beginning wow. of the season. I've done this every year. Nobody believes me. Nobody wants to listen. I did it last year with Auburn coach, and I did it this year with old Jimbo Fisher. He gone. He gone. Wendy, after I'm glad. After a win at home, they fired him. Wendy was right. I was right. I sure was. And Wendy, I'm really surprised that they did this at this point of the season, but it kind of makes sense. The, the program wasn't going anywhere, yeah. and, and you're right. Um, and, and But we we did say this. Number one, Jimbo could not get the group to buy in, could not get yep. the team to buy in, had something, a missing link down there. And this is too much money, too big a college football to be going eight and four, nine and three, and slipping up on a good year. Wendy, my deal with Jimbo Fisher is he never got a really good quarterback. He right. never got a good quarterback. And if he wasn't going to have a good quarterback, he never really had a great running game. I think he was always right. in the middle of, you know, he just didn't, he couldn't put it all together and it was time for him to go and, and they're going to pay him a bunch of money. Well, but here's the thing, Trey. I mean, I want, I want whoever the future coach is to really think about this. There are some athletes. There are athletes at Texas A&M. It, this isn't that the players aren't there, y'all. He may not have a quarterback, but the players are there. I'm calling just so, and we'll move past that. I'm calling old Kiffy to Texas A&M. Give Kiffin players and Kiffin can't be beat. If you give Kiffin an offense and a defense, Kiffin can't be beat. It's going to be Kiffin. It should be Kiffin. He's he's not going to ever have the money at Ole Miss like he's going to have at Texas A&M. Trey, how much money you got to have to give a dude $76 million to sit on his couch? 
Well, yeah. I mean, I think the money's a little bit different out there, and they, you know, nickel and dime their way up and get, give them the money. So that that's that. When and yes, you could be right. Let's talk about Lane Kiffin, the expert yeah. coach, the greatest coach in the land, who Alabama beat this year. Winnie Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs play the Ole Miss Rebels. Yeah. At Stanford Stadium on Saturday night, when it was a little bit rainy, but it was a primetime game. The juices were flowing. The crowd was pumped. They were ripping and roaring. Ole Miss comes out, and as you would say, he's going to be somebody. And yep. Georgia basically just – Georgia says, okay, what's up? And they come out and they hammer you. Wendy Georgia blows them out. And oh, it, was, it really was never a game. I mean, it never. was for the first couple of drives because Ole Miss scored. But then after that, you realize this thing is over. Wendy, what's up with your greatest coach of all time? I'm not saying it's great. Nick Saban's the greatest coach of all time. That's the greatest coach of all time. But I'm going to tell y'all something. This guy's got something. He just doesn't have a defense, Trey. You, you cannot go against Georgia and expect to win a ball game without, without a defense. Missouri's got a better defense than, than Ole Miss has. Like I said, he's just Ole Miss's problem is they can't put it together on both sides of the ball. But, I mean, when I tell you that Georgia came out to play, Georgia shut everybody up and they moved their way back to number one, which is exactly Exactly where Alabama fans want him. Number one. I want him number one. And and, and we're going to talk about that in a minute because Alabama's going to get to play Georgia in the SEC championship game, Winnie. But I've said this all along when Alabama's making their run, now Georgia's making their run. Listen, when you have these primetime athletes and these five stars and these just thoroughbred type players, and you don't see them play good one week. But listen, when the lights come on, a lot yeah. of these guys turn the juice up, whether you want to be like, oh, you got to play hard all the time, whatever it is, that's fine, that's great. But a lot of these big-time players, when the lights are shining the brightest, they turn it up a notch, and that's what Georgia does. So we'll talk about that game in a couple of weeks, Wendy. Let's get to the Alabama-Kentucky game. Wendy, Alabama comes out, and we're going to be somebody. And then Bama's back. Buff a punt. Yep. Um, sorry, I just had somebody call on the other line. I don't know if you can still see me. But Alabama muffs a punt. Kentucky gets back in the game, but winning the game was never really in doubt. Um, Best game? The game was, was never really in doubt. Yeah, for me, Trey, that's what we needed. I've, I've said all week, I just need us to come out and build on what we've done the last couple weeks against Tennessee, against LSU. We've got to build, and we have to have a complete game again, right? We can't have this huge win against LSU, finally make it to the SEC, you know, get the, the clinch of the SEC, and then all of a sudden we just show up to Kentucky and we're worn out and can't play. But let me tell you something. We got a quarterback, and the fact that he's not being talked about in the Heisman is pretty much driving me crazy. This kid's a quarterback. Now, I know I gave him a lot of grief at the beginning of the year. I think if you go back and listen, I wanted him off the team game two. Game three, I still wasn't sold. I was like, maybe he'll transfer out. Like, I'm, I was not a Billy fan. I will tell you that. But I'm going to tell you something. This kid's legit. He's hit his stride. He, he's, he's very secure in himself now. He, our snapper. Oh, my gosh. It's like, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what they did to him. But all of a sudden, we have a an actual center that can snap a ball. Trey, we just look good. We look dominant on both sides of the ball. We look like we can keep up with Georgia. That's what we look like. So yeah, I, it, it, I, I was pumped to see it. Yeah, and it really looks like Alabama's just peaking at the right time of the yes. year. You know, it takes a while. And for some of these teams, like we said earlier in the year, Saban and all these really good coaches can kind of put the pieces together pretty quick and know where everybody needs to go. This team has been definitely a bit, a little bit more of a development type year. Yes. But it is developing really, really well. We're putting our players in the best position to win games. 
And we're really turning it on late in the year. Looking forward to a big time showdown in the ATL. Yes. Wendy, um, Texas barely gets by TCU. I really don't want to talk about it, but Texas barely gets beat by TCU. Yeah. I mean, barely beats TCU. Texas is getting worse. I, I, I yeah. don't think so, so that's that. Wendy, we do need to talk about something. Our producer, who just called me on the phone, our producer was really upset last week yeah. because we did not mention the Auburn football yep. Tigers. Yep. At and all they had beat week. Vanderbilt. That's what's so bad. They had had a really good win against Vanderbilt. And so basically, didn't they have a good win against Vanderbilt? It just sounds weird to say a good win against Vanderbilt. That just sounds odd. Okay, are you trying to get the producer to come back, or are you trying to get the producer to stay gone? Because I, I would like for the producer to come back. I would want the producer to come back. You well, know, you can't talk trash about their team. Well, I'm just saying a big win against Vanderbilt seems a little weird to say. I mean, it's not like a big win against Tennessee, a big win against all. I mean, they, Week they one. Vanderbilt. Remember, week one, Vanderbilt the was week number before one in they the beat SEC. Vanderbilt. Excuse me. Go ahead. Well, number one in the SEC at the very beginning of the year was Vanderbilt. So they've been the number one in the SEC. They played, remember, they play like on a Thursday or Friday and they won the game. So they were okay. number one in the SEC. Right. And obviously, we're talking about Auburn playing two weeks ago. We did not mention them on this show right. last week. The producer was highly upset. Highly really upset. upset. And then I asked her who they actually played last week. She didn't know. But Wendy, this week, Auburn played Arkansas. Yeah, side note. Who did y'all play? Yeah. I don't know. She didn't even if know. Guys, right. If you would have said it on your show, I would have listened, and I would have known who Auburn was playing. So let's get to Auburn. Auburn beats Arkansas, Wendy, and Auburn goes out to Arkansas in what looked to be a really good game on paper, looking for a really good game. Auburn comes out and face plants Arkansas. Yeah. And now the Auburn football Tigers are marching their way to the Iron Bowl. Wendy, yeah, just in time. Up? Just in time to play them on their field that's got all the witchy-woo. Let me tell you something. You talk about peaking at the right time. You talk about coming on at the end of the season. Let's talk about Auburn, right? I've said it all year. I like this coach. I've said it all year. I think this coach can do great things. I've said all year that some of these losses would be wins to me as a, as a fan. As a fan, if I if I were a fan of that team, but I'm not. I'm a fan of the winning team in Alabama. But bottom line, Ooh. bottom line, Arkansas's got a pretty good team. I, I'm feeling a little bad for Sam Pittman. I really like Sam Pittman a lot. He's one of my my favorite coaches. So like, I don't know if these guys are behind him anymore. I'm not real sure if he's going to have a job. You know, at the end of the season, if they're not going to let him go, don't really know who they'd hire. Um, but it, I, it just looks to me, Trey, that whatever they had going, Arkansas kind of does this anyway, where if they don't win some games, they kind of taper off towards the end of the year. But I'll give it to Auburn. I've said from the jump, we've got a y'all got a good coach. You've got a good coach. You don't have the best players right now, but you've got a good coach. And they put it together to beat Arkansas, Trey. Big yeah, win. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree with you, Wendy. Auburn has got a really good coach. And even some of those games they were losing, they were losing these games, but it was, you know, look, LSU got them pretty good. But the, the old Miss game, they really didn't even play that good. And they had a chance to win the game at the end of the game. I mean, it's, it's, it's odd. It's like, well, they didn't win, but, you know, I still call it a loss as a loss. Right. So Auburn puts their team in a good place to win. Here's the thing with Arkansas. If you're an Arkansas fan, you know this, but if you, this is something you've got to pay attention to, especially in college football, are the coordinators. Yeah. So Arkansas lost that coordinator on the offense and defensive side of the ball. And when you lose these really good coordinators, Wendy, it, I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference, depending on what kind of head coach you are. Right. If you're just kind of a CEO-type head coach and you lose really good coordinators, 
it's a little bit more of a problem, and I think that's what Arkansas is facing a little bit more than than I've heard people talk about. Right. So, gotta have really good coordinators if you're not this hardcore X's and O's coach, which it seems like Pittman is a little bit more of an emotional type coach, right? And needs some really good coordinators in there. So, um, I agree with you. I like I like Arkansas too. But, but I'll Auburn say a big win for Auburn. Big big win. win. They need they it's two SEC games in a row. They're not going to go much further than that because they get they've got the Alabama Crimson Tide in a few weeks. But I, I give it to Auburn. I'm telling you, they're going to look like a different team next year. I'm excited to see where Auburn goes. I'm so excited. Really, I hate Auburn, so I don't know why I'm being so nice. It's probably because I don't want the producer to quit. So, I mean, for being honest, I just don't want the producer to quit. Uh, listen, the producer gives a non-biased opinion, and the producer should be happy at this point. When he, it's going to come time to this time right now is um, we got Bob, the stats guy. Trey, he wants to stay anonymous. And we're going to keep Bob anonymous. Yep. He is our he's our stepdad. Stepdad. Yep. Lives and he's anonymous. And he is anonymous. But he he did not realize this was going to be such a commitment. Wendy, we texted him this morning to see if he got a stat for us. And he he did not realize that he was making a commitment when he started this. So he just pulled a quick stat last week. Uh, last night he plays in a pool. He has a place a bunch of pool with his buddies on Wednesday night. So he did that. The stat that Bob came up with this week was Alabama versus Kentucky and the record of Alabama versus Kentucky. Alabama is 39-2-1 against Kentucky. Um, They've only beat us two times? Two times out of 43 games. Two times out of 43 games. And, and and they've never beaten Alabama at Alabama. Wow. Um, and and just so you know, we know Bear Bryant was a coach at Kentucky. Bear Bryant was 0-2 against the Alabama Crimson Really? Tide. Wow. Did not know that. So Bob pulls out a stat that pretty much Kentucky has a really hard time beating Alabama. Against Alabama. Yeah. Even with, even with the best coach of all time, Bear Bryant. The other GOAT. There's two. Saban and Bryant, and they both have coached for me. The other goat. All right, Wendy, so we've got that taken care of. Let's see. We're coming to this week's games, Wendy, and this week's games. Are trash. It's not games this week. It is not a plural. There is one game this week. One game. One. One. And it's just good. It's just a really a good TV game. And it is the Georgia Bulldogs yeah. against the Tennessee Volunteers, Wendy. The game is at Neyland Stadium. It's really the only game anybody's going to watch in America. Um, well, the fact that you forgot to bring up Missouri and Tennessee, considering Missouri master blasted Tennessee last week. Oh, I forgot. And, okay, and, oh, week. I told okay, you forgot. Sorry. Don't sit there and talk crap now. You forgot because you were telling everybody to sing Rocky Top last week, and your sister reminded you that every single time you do it, they lose. And guess what, fans of the University of Tennessee? Trey stumped y'all again because I told y'all I called 14 points that Missouri was going to beat Tennessee by 14 points. That's what I called last week. And sure enough, that well, they beat them by more than that. Tennessee looked like trash tray. I, I don't know. I don't know what this Tennessee team is. I, I don't. I don't get the coach anymore. I don't understand why they keep putting this quarterback in when I really believe the backup quarterback. But I'm gonna tell you something. Tennessee deserved to lose that game because I don't think I'm on board with this coaching anymore. All right. I think well. You're 
Yeah, and I'm sorry. I, I, I did not write that down, and it was a total, like, I missed stuff. I, yeah, you I do, missed I it stuff. because you but didn't yeah. want to get on here and admit that you were wrong. Wendy, I have to make calls. Listen, I have to make a call. Tennessee plays Missouri last week. Obviously, Missouri drills Tennessee. I had the fans singing Rocky Top. They were not singing Rocky Top. They were crying. They might have been singing Rocky Top, crying in their beers, but they did not win. Missouri really looks good. And Wendy, Tennessee has a hard time on the road. Here's the point. Tennessee does not play good on the road, and that is a problem. Somebody figure it out. Somebody get something going. Doesn't play good on the road, Trey. They don't ever come back. They got down on Florida. They couldn't figure out a way to come back. The quarterback Mm -hmm. starts overthrowing, throwing it too hard. It's it's like if that's the call that's played, that's the call he's doing instead of maybe using his legs to – Trey, there were 14 times I think the kid could have gotten 20 or 30 yards if he just used his legs. I mean, Tennessee to me is falling apart. Yeah, but let me just say this. Let me say this about the quarterback. I agree. You might see some new quarterbacks now, but realistically, until last Saturday, you know, Tennessee had a path to the SEC championship game. Now, it was yeah. a, it was a weird path. Georgia was going to have to lose, but Tennessee played before Georgia last week. Now that Tennessee is out of the of the East standings, when you might see a new quarterback, and you should see a new quarterback, you've yeah. got to get these guys in and see what they do under the lights. That'll be interesting to see. Tennessee just was a little bit off this year. It's a tough schedule. Um, and we'll see what happens. Winnie, that's big, the biggest game of the week this week is the Georgia-Tennessee game. Georgia will go to Tennessee. Neyland Stadium will be rocking. Yeah. Dolly Parton, is Dolly Parton playing in the game, or is Dolly Parton going to be at the game? So or is Dolly friend, Parton, what is she doing? We don't know. My friend Shannon called, my good friend Shannon, and they're going to the game because of Dolly Parton. So right. she said the same thing. She's like, I don't know if they're, is she going to sing or is she just going to be there? But apparently she has a new rock album coming out. So I don't know if it's like press. I, I don't really know, Trey. I'm going to be honest with you. I hope she sings. I'd love to see her. You know, it's Dolly Parton. Yeah. And listen, you got two things. Tennessee plays good at home. You know, now maybe some pressure's off of them. They might play a little bit better. Georgia's got to get up again. You know, can Georgia get up again? There's a lot to look forward to. So there's a lot of coaching. There's a lot of things. That have, who's the better team? Georgia's the better team. Yeah. Who's going to win Saturday? Georgia. Tennessee might do something to win the game. Why do you get all these Tennessee fans worked up thinking that something could happen? Y'all, Georgia's going to kill Tennessee. They're going to beat them by three touchdowns. It's going to be bad. I think it's going to be bad. Unless this coach learns how to coach this week and put in the backup quarterback. I'm telling you the backup's that good, Trey. Telling you he is. Well, we'll we'll have to see uh, we'll have to see what happens. Listen, Georgia has the better football team. Who's going to win the game, Winnie? I still like the Tennessee balls to keep it close. Okay, I was about to say there ain't no way you're calling Tennessee on this game to keep it close. But I will say one little thing: when you take some pressure off of a team, and there's yeah. pressure on these teams, when you take some pressure off these teams, you never know what's going to happen. So well, there'll be 100,000 fans. We'll have the ball Navy out there. We yep. will be B-O-L-S-ing it up. Yep. But here's the thing, Trey. If Tennessee, the only thing I'll give Tennessee credit for is they hate Alabama so much. They might figure out a way to pull this game out because we need Georgia undefeated. We need Georgia at the number one spot when we go playing for the SEC championship. And I wouldn't put it past Tennessee to hate Alabama so much that they figure out a way to beat Georgia in the last five minutes of a ball game just to screw up us at the end of the year. I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them. 
Hi, Wendy. I've got a surprise. Listen, I'm with you. You, you never know. And here's the thing about the SEC championship. Whoever wins the SEC championship is going to go to the college football playoff. Period. No. End of story. Period. You, you don't, don't want to talk about it, it, and that's fine because you try to keep these things to two minutes or 20 minutes, whatever you're trying to do, but you're not right. We need a lot to go down. But Georgia being at number one this week and staying at number one through that SEC, I don't know how we can beat a number one team and not get in at that point because I believe we can beat Georgia. Period. 100%. 100%. Wendy, we do have something else going on this week. We have got a special guest coming on the show. What? And let's see if we can bring him in here. It's the first time we're trying to do this, but we're going to try. Oh, put, my gosh. Who is it? <gasps> Whoa. Nachos News. Nachos News. We've got Chris Nachos Arnold Nacho. Yep. What's up? What's going on? Nothing much. So, alive in living color, we've been trying to do this for a while. We have Chris Arnold, better known as Nacho to some folks. He is the the the, the ringleader of one of our text threads, a really good friend of mine and Wendy since we were little bitty kids. Yes. Chris Arnold, what's going on? What do you have to say? Man, it's good to be here. We Thank love what you, y'all Chris. are doing. Yeah, I love it. Hey, Wendy, how are you, sweetie? Doing good, Angel. Listen, also, Trey forgot to say, one of the biggest Alabama fans I've ever met. One of That's the right. absolute biggest Bama fans I've ever met. That's right. That's right. We love well, what y'all are doing, man. We love it. You know. yep. Chris, Chris, all right, now, what we got to do, we got to figure out, talk about Alabama here. Talk about what you're seeing, what we're going to do, where we're headed, where we've been. What do you got? Well, as far as the last game goes, the, the intensity was still there, right? They didn't get complacent, which that that's huge, right? Yeah. Especially yep. after big wins, stuff like that. Uh, Caleb Downs and Terry on Arnold just continue to impress. Continue. I mean, those those two are, are difference makers. Yep. Um, no sacks on Milrow was huge, right? Huge. Huge. Um, I think that's is that the first game? No sacks on Milrow. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, the defensive line looked really good. Didn't have Lawson there, too. You know, he was absent, so that's massive in itself. Uh, the Milrow-Reese combination is working out. Like, it's finally working out. It's clicking. It's firing. You know, Reese is, is going to his strengths. So, you know, I got to be honest. Like, after the Texas game, I was a Milrow hater. I was Me a hater. <laughs> I was not. I was like, we're, we're doomed with this guy. Milrow's got to go. Yep. You know, I was leading the campaign, but now I'm all on board. Yeah, we're all about the Millie. We're all about yeah. the Millie now. I, all I about the Millie. Yep. But Chris, so here's the thing. Let me ask you this because I don't care that Trey didn't want to talk about it. So, like, <laughs> are you of the belief, though, like I am, that Georgia's got to stay at number one? Georgia needs to stay yeah. undefeated. We we need Tennessee to lose this week. Um, you know, that, that some of this Texas-Alabama stuff that happened at the beginning of the year, whereas we've always said as fans, if you're going to lose, lose early in the year, right? Right, right. It goes away. I feel like us losing to Texas really is kind of hurting us in this talk of, of the national championship. But I'll ask you, if Alabama wins the SEC, beats Georgia, are we in? In your mind, yeah, really. no doubt that the SEC, the SEC, Georgia, SEC championship. Georgia has been undefeated for two years. Okay. For two years. Like right. in 2020, Kirby Smart was like 20 and uh 13 or something like that. And now right. he's like 32 or 13. I don't know. He's, he, you know, he's, he's undefeated for two years. So right. 
Yes, if we win, if we beat Georgia, we get in. Okay. There's no way Tennessee beats Georgia this week. It's not okay, possible. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think possible. Right. Now Trey's over here telling everybody to sing Rocky Top and Ball Navy and B-O-L-S. He knows all the songs. He I think he's like an under the under the radar Tennessee fan now, but whatever. But yeah, I don't see I don't see a way, Trey, that Georgia loses to Tennessee. There's too much riding on it. Well, not only that, but they just got their their butts destroyed against Missouri. Yeah, they did. I mean destroyed. They got embarrassed. Yeah, they did. And now they got to play the number one team in the country. You know, their their minds are not in the right spot. Right. Now, yes, you could say it's a trap game, Trey. I know that's where you're going with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in our thread, you know, we play the reverse psychology role a lot, and I think that's kind of what he's doing. To pull, you know, to pull the veil back a little bit, he's kind he's kind of going Wizard of Oz on everybody. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we'll see if it works or not, but I I don't see them beating Georgia. No, I don't either. I don't know. Well, yeah, but, but listen, they have, an, they have a chance. They're a better home sure. team. They're, the pressure's off of this group, and, and they, they really might open it up. And listen, if, if I'll just say this. I've always said this. You think these teams are that much different. Here's the crazy part, in my opinion. They're not as, they're, it's not as big a gap as you think. Like That's right. If right. Georgia comes out and checks up just a little bit and Tennessee plays a really good football game, you have got a football game. I mean, there's not that many things that have to happen for it to be a good game. I mean, it's it's not as drastic as, as you might think that it is. And that's really realistically why I think these runs that Alabama and Georgia are making are so impressive because these things are closer than you think. Right. I'm just telling you that's a fact. But – Listen, Alabama, I mean, uh, uh, Georgia, you know, until somebody beats Georgia, they're, they're, they're the king. So Absolutely. But, yeah, but, absolutely. but, go, but, but going, back to, going back to what Chris said, I mean, they've not been beat since we beat them in that SEC championship game right. a couple of years ago. And then they still went on and won, you know, the whole thing that year. I, I think that the concern here is, like, Georgia's got all their people back. Bowers came back. I think one of their other big linemen's back. So it's kind of like when when they had some players get hurt earlier in the season that was really going to help Bama towards the end of the season, and now they're all coming back. So I do believe that Georgia will be at a full, you know, a full press, and so will Alabama by the time we get there. That, sure. you know, that's why I think, honestly, I think it'll be the game of the season, period, for everybody, you know? Well, I think, isn't Nick Saban undefeated in that, that stadium? Mm-hmm. Like, so far, I think so, or yeah. something like that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we'll see. But going back to your earlier point, real quick, you know, dangerous teams are teams with nothing to lose, and Tennessee's got nothing to lose. That's right. You know, it's it's kind of what scares me about the upcoming Auburn game because Auburn in Auburn, it's always crazy. Yep. Not yep. to get not to get on the rat poison and look too far ahead, but. You know, dangerous. Well, we've got team. an off week this week, Chris, against Chattanooga. So we're basically off. Whoa. For being. Trey. Wendy. Trey. Wendy. Come on. Yeah. I don't play this what, game. What type yeah. of fan are you? Yeah. Well, Chattanooga by 50. Well, by Chattanooga 50. by 50. Yeah, I, do, I, I do agree with that. And, and listen, wrapping this thing up, Chris, I'm really glad you came on here today. I knew we were going to surprise Wendy. We've been trying yeah. to get you all, man, and mm-hmm. we're going to get you back on here. But I, I do have to have a question. So we have a text thread that we, that we use, and there's 10 or 12 people on it. But obviously, you, you listen to our show. Mike is the MVP. So his area code's 303. His name's Mike. Yeah. I, you know, 
I, you know him a lot better than, than we know him. I know him. Sure. Is this guy on full tilt 24-7? What's up? 24-7, 365. I mean, he was sending messages last night at, what, 3, two, 4 in the morning. <laughs> I mean, look, he's, we're, I'm going to see him next week. We're going to uh, – my sister moved to Colorado uh, earlier in the year, so we're going out there for Thanksgiving. So I'll see – he lives out in Colorado now. So I'll see him next week. But, yeah, he is, he's nonstop. I mean, he's, he's the Energizer Bunny on steroids. <laughs> Just – it's not uh, yeah i mean i've never seen anything like it the energy this guy has is insane did he go to bama did he go to alabama oh okay he's 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 more diehard than i am really that's that's well listen trey though when you say we've got to have nacho back he's got to be back before the alabama auburn game like he's got to come back Yeah, we'll get him back before the Alabama-Auburn game. We are running out of time. Nacho, good to see you. We will get you back on before. Yeah, you you got it. We'll get you back on before the Auburn game. Love both of y'all. I got to get out of here because we're running out of our our, uh, time allotment on this uh, call. On this call. uh, Good to see y'all. Love y'all. Talk to y'all later. Love you. Love you, Chris. Roll Tide. Bye, guys. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. We'll start off with the biggest game. The biggest. But wait, game. Well, no, 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 no. What you're going to start off with is that I called Jimbo Fisher not to make it through the year at the beginning uh, of the season. I've done this every year. Nobody believes me. Nobody wants to listen. I did it last year with Auburn coach, and I did it this year with old Jimbo Fisher. He gone. Why do you get all these Tennessee fans worked up thinking that something could happen? Y'all, Georgia's going to kill Tennessee. They're going to beat them by three touchdowns.